Hey everyone, welcome back to the beautiful and beloved podcast. I'm back. It's been a while. I've been through some things. I am going to go into some detail. Um, I'm glad I'm back. And I'm back and I'm better than ever. And I'm And I'm so so glad to bring you guys another great podcast. Um, a lot of which I've been going through these things and struggling with these things myself. Like I said in previous podcasts, that's where I get a lot of my content and a lot of my um, messages that I bring to you guys is from my daily struggles from my life and what God is showing me through that. Um, so I just want to kind of get right into it. I am going to start with a word of prayer so if you guys if you can bow your heads with me lord i ask you to guide this podcast lord jesus that you may speak through me lord that you may be the one to reach hearts and touch hearts today that they get something from this word lord jesus because lord knows you're gonna bring the word and i want to thank you for bringing everybody in and I pray that this message truly does speak to someone whoever you want it to Lord in the name of Jesus amen so a little bit of what I've kind of been going through it's been hard it's been really hard because I've been struggling a lot with self-doubt and kind of like on the aspect of not thinking I'm good enough um good enough to come on here and tell you guys about God and and because I do struggle in my everyday life with everyday sin so I want to say that I have been in a battle a battle with trying to live still partly in the world and partly for Christ my main goal is to live for Christ like I know like you've all heard the saying when you know better do better and that goes for the word as well like you read your word and it tells you refrain from sin uh walk with Christ like all these things yeah they're nice to read but they're very hard to do and this is a narrow road that we are all trying to walk it's it's not a road most travel um yes so that's just a bit of what I've been going through um I found some some scriptures that have really helped me um just kind of come to terms and most of most of the time when I um get scriptures it's like oh my gosh this is for me this is what I needed but then I continue um, doing what I've been doing. So it's like, hmm. It's like once you read the word, you got to learn how to take it and um, put it into your life. 
and use it so that it can actually do its job and um, you can see a change and things like that. So I'm going to title this message, Living in the World But Not of the World, because we all have that struggle, man, and you cannot sit here. I feel like you guys are all sitting with me, so I'm going to say you cannot sit here and tell me that you do not struggle, especially when you are trying to walk and you are trying to live this life for Christ. That is when you get hit 10 times harder. I feel like even myself, man, I really felt it because I've been trying back. I want to say back in June, I tried so hard. Um, just to get rid of uh, things in my life that I knew should not be in my life. Like I try and I can just see the constant struggle with trying to um, eliminate certain people and eliminate certain things and all this stuff. I've just struggled and struggled and struggled. And I feel like finally I'm at like, I feel like God wanted to strip me down to the bare bones, <laughs> strip me down. I have no friends. Um, I have no constituents, <laughs> associates. <gasps> and it's not like I don't have any friends. Like I have friends, but like, I want godly friends. Like I want somebody like, Oh my gosh, let's go to church. You know, I want somebody like, instead of turning on NBA young boy, <laughs> they want to turn on Jonathan McReynolds. Like I want to hear I don't know how to explain it. Like, I want someone on the same mindset as me. Um, so God will guide me in his own time, and I'm, I'm sure of it. Um, I'm not rushing him. Um, God first wants you to have a relationship with him, and that's what I'm working on right now is building that relationship, building my love um, up with Christ because, like, I even feel like sometimes I look at God and I I'm mad at him like I what am I mad at him for like he's not doing nothing but trying to help me but I get in my ways and I get in my moods and I get mad and it's mostly like at life so instead of getting mad at life do something about it change and the way that you can change is just change the things around you change what you're taking in Um, guard your spirit oh it's so key it is so key to guard your spirit and when I say guard your spirit I just mean watch what you're letting into your mind like watch what you let around you it's like you protect your child from everything that will harm them protect yourself as well like listening to certain type of music can have a bad influence on you watching certain shows that you know Um, have bad influence can take root in your spirit literally take root and manifest itself you may not even know until it's already done so I would just guard your spirit I mean guard it don't be listening to everything everybody even certain um, pastors and preachers you have to kind of know like is this are they leading me back to God or are they leading me towards something else Um, other ways you can guard your spirit is like how much time you're spending on Facebook, how much time you're spending on Instagram, 
um, taking in all this stuff. Like we were not meant to take in so much of other people's lives. It was never meant to be that way. Uh, so much comparison. I actually just took a 30 day break, maybe even more. I don't know. Cause I just, after 30 days, it's like, what do I really need the app for? Um, I took a break from social media. It's been refreshing. Um, I'm, but I am ready to get back posting, uh, on my Instagram. Cause you, if you guys don't know, I do have an Instagram. It's the beautiful and beloved podcast. And I do post, um, little inspirational scriptures and just inspirational things. I'm thinking of doing, um, one minute ministries. Um, so if anyone has any feedback on that, let me know and I'll be happy to do those. Um, so I'm going to get started with the message cause I have been just rattling on. It's also been great to just kind of vent, I would say, and be transparent because I've learned, um, everything when I, when I, uh, watch certain people and I watch certain even preachers when they're transparent, I get so much more out of it because in some weird fashion, I think that they're not like me, <laughs> but everyone is like me. Everybody struggles with seeing no one is exempt. Everyone struggles with sin. So even me on here telling you about the greatness and the goodness of God, like I'm struggling. So I'm going to start, um, I'm going to start in first Peter. Um, actually Peter first Peter, this whole book has been great. Um, I'm going to pick out some key scriptures, but first Peter 13 through 16. I'm sorry. First Peter chapter one, 13 through 16. I'm just going to read it. If you have your Bibles, grab them, follow along with me always. First Peter one 13. Therefore, with your minds ready for action, be serious and set your hope completely on the grace to be brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. As obedient children, do not be conformed to the desires of your former ignorance, but as one who called you is holy, you also are to the holy. You also are to be holy in all your conduct, for it is written, be holy because I am holy. And if you address as the father, the one who judges impartially based on each one's work, you are to conduct yourselves in fear during the time of your temporary residence. And that scripture just goes kind of like to what I said. If you know better, do better. It says, as obedient children, do not be conformed to the desires of your former ignorance. When I didn't know that I was doing wrong, I was ignorant. Now that I know what I did do was wrong, it would be defiant of me the opposite of obedient, defiant of me to go and do those things. Um, I was going to, no one really goes through life without struggles. So it's just like, don't be like, do not be, cause I've done this before. Like, why am I going through this? Like all this stuff, like, do not be surprised that you're going to go, you're going to go through something. 
uh, no one is not going to go through anything. Even Jesus, Jesus walked this earth and he went through a lot while he was here. People didn't believe in him. Um, people called him a blasphemer. Uh, people, they just really defiled his whole character while he was on this earth, but they did realize after, and that was a part of the prophecy just had to be fulfilled. Um, so just no one goes through life without struggles, even Jesus. And I'm going to read a few scriptures, um, where they just talk about how Jesus struggled in, uh, first Peter, I'm still in first Peter and this one's chapter two, verse 21. It says, for you were called to this because Christ also suffered for you, leaving you an example so that you should follow in his steps. He did not commit sin and no deceit was found in his mouth. When he reviled, he did not revile in return. When he was suffering, he did not threaten, but entrusted himself to the one who judges, judges, judges justly. He himself bore our sins and his body on the tree so that having died to sin, we might live for righteousness. Basically, Jesus died. Jesus did all of that suffering so that we can have an example, one, and two, that we can have someone to look, well, that's an example, to look at him as an example to show that we can we can live without sinning. Yes, we are sinful beings. Yes, we were born sinners. But is it impossible not to sin? No. Jesus walked this earth for his whole 32 years of life and he did not sin. Just to show us that it is very possible. My next scripture I'm going to go to 318 and 318 says for Christ also suffered for sins once for all the right once for all the righteous for the unrighteous that he may bring you to God after being put to death in a fleshly realm but made alive in a spiritual realm so often like I see this term a lot in the Bible where it says um, you you die and you get to live so basically it's like if you die to sin you will live and when they say live they mean live eternally they can mean live more abundantly um that's basically like the gist of it and it's saying here christ suffered for our sins for the righteous and the unrighteous so that we could live so I just want to get that out there. Like Christ suffered as well. Like, so do not ever think that when you suffer, it has anything to do with God. God will never inflict that type of suffering on you. Um, it's just something that the world has come about and did itself. Like sin, sin brings nothing but turmoil. You can't expect anything good to come from sin. Mm, therefore, since Christ, I'm sorry, I read that was 318. Yes, 318. And then I think I went down. Yes, that was 318. I'm sorry. And now I'm going to go to 1 Peter 4. And I'm going to start at verse 1. Therefore, since Christ suffered in the flesh, equip yourselves also with the same resolve because the one who suffered in the flesh has finished with sin 
in order to live the remaining time in the flesh, no longer for human desires, but for God's will. For there has already been enough time spent in doing what the pagans choose to do, carrying on an unrestrained behavior, evil desires, drunkenness, orgies, carousing, and lawless idolatries. So they are surprised that you don't plunge with them into the same flood or wild living, and they slander you. They will give an account to the one who stands ready to judge and living the living and the dead. For this reason, the gospel was also preached to those who are now dead, so that although they might be judged by men in the fleshly realm, they might live by God in the spiritual realm. And one of the the key scriptures, um, I read 4, 1 through 6. The key one I wanted to bring out of there was, I would just say one, it was just part of it. Equip yourselves also with the same resolve, because one who suffered in the flesh has now finished with sin in order to live the remaining of time in flesh no longer for human desires, but for God's will. For there's already been enough time spent doing the what the pagans carry on doing. So basically, when you choose to walk with Christ, you're choosing, it's like you're picking a side. It's either sin or righteousness. Um, so when you pick righteousness, there will be people that will try to drag you back into the world. And I've noticed that so much. That's been one of my struggles as well. Um, and you don't like, sometimes you don't even notice it. Like, honestly, to be very transparent, it's just like you try to stop smoking weed and then you have one person pop up at your door. Like, Hey, you kind of, you trying to come smoke or whatever. And it's just like, Wow. And you don't notice at the time, maybe, maybe you do give in, maybe you do, um, you know, give in to that. And then later you notice like, wow, that was just like a trial. Like, am I really going to do what I say I'm going to do? Or is every time someone pops up and does the same thing, will I fall back in? So it's just like, you have to be steadfast. You have to know what you want and do it don't let other people drag you back down because like the title i'm like you're living in this world it's temporary um this is our temporary place until we get to our forever home which is in heaven so it's like right now god just want to see like what are you about like what are you about are you about me are you about this world and i'm telling you i'm trying to be all about god and if i have to fight and struggle and fight and struggle. I will continue to fight and struggle and fight and struggle until I get to where I don't think I'll ever get to that place, but it says strive. I can strive. And God, God sent Jesus to be our example, to show us how to walk, that it's possible. Jesus was perfect. We're not perfect, but we can strive. So I'm going to take you to one last scripture and I think I have one last scripture. If not, I am going to close, but I'm going to close by saying 
don't let the world shape your view of what your life should be. Um, that's God's job. Go to him for guidance. Be patient. Wait. Because everyone says, oh, I can't hear God. Um, I'm going to tell you this. The, people say um, they can't hear God. No. Maybe God's not talking to you right now like I am, where you can just fully audibly hear him. But sometimes God just shifts you um, in a different direction. That could be his guidance. A no from a certain uh, opportunity could be his guidance. Um, Just listening for him inside of your life. Like um, when you come up with certain ideas, like sometimes for me, like I'll come up with an idea and it's be something I would never have thought of. And I was like, that could be like, it could be like God giving me this idea and uh, showing me these opportunities um, as his guidance. Um, Even just in this word, uh, he guided me to understand that I'm living in a world. I don't have to be a part of it. Um, I don't have to struggle if I don't want to struggle. Um, if I choose him daily, if I choose him all day, every day, it's literally a choice. And it's a choice that has to be made. Um, I think I spoke a little bit about this in my last podcast, but I really feel like we are battling. It is a true battle because God wants me on his team. He always has. He created me. He created all of us. Um, so he wants us on his team. He wants us out there telling everybody how great and awesome he is and the awesome things he can do in your life but the only way that he can show you show you those great and awesome things is if you allow him to if you allow him into your life if you allow him into your heart and your mind and let him guide you let him show you where he wants you to be how can he show you where he wants you to be or um show you his his greatness um and his goodness if you're still living in turmoil and a destined end, like everyone knows that the wages for sin is death. That can mean death, literally, that can mean death, like I spoke about earlier, but it's not towards righteousness. So if you're walking towards God and you're leading and like you're, you're going towards God, best believe you are going to see some changes in your life. You might see some people leave your life you might see some opportunities that you thought were the best thing for you um turn out to go bad that's God guiding you God's definitely guiding you um towards what he wants for you and what he wants is way better than anything you could ever imagine and that makes me think about Jer- Jeremiah 29:11 for my thoughts for you and my hopes for you my plans for you are greater than your thoughts that you have for yourself like God God he is such an amazing God like how can you limit him how can I limit him to uh, anything I woke up today and I just felt energized I went to sleep last night and I was so upset and I was just thinking about life and how life just isn't what I want it to be right now but I, I see it taking shape and I see it taking form. And if I allow God just to do his thing and I sit back and I be patient and I do my part, I know that there will be an awesome outcome. Um, 
So I just want to thank everybody for listening. And I pray that you took something away from this message. And I am going in with prayer. So I just want to thank God. Thank you so much for allowing me to be a transparent Lord. I thank you so much for allowing me to feel bold enough and feel brave enough to come share your word and share what you have taught me, Lord Jesus. And I pray that it touches hearts and I pray that it touches minds. And I pray that somebody out there also has the courage to speak up and speak for you and speak boldly and be brave because it takes braveness, Lord. Um, And I thank you. And I pray that you bless me and that you bless all of my listeners, Lord, and their lives and whatever struggles that they are going through. I love you in the name of Jesus. Amen.